This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. This time every Monday morning we take a look at what's going on in the health and disability sector with Debbie Rowe from Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Morena, good to have you with us, Debbie. Thanks, Jeff. Lovely to be here. Happy Monday. Better turn your mic on. I'm not used to doing that. There we go. (laughs) I'll say that again. Thanks, Jeff. Happy Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Monday to you. Oh, dear. Um, So uh, we, of course, are ripping into the Digest. And those of you who received the Digest via email will uh, have no doubt uh, been through it of a Friday. Uh, It's a chance for us to go through this on air, of course. But uh, later on, we'll tell you how you can get this uh, very helpful summary of what's going on in the health and disability sector in your email inbox on a Friday. Um, But let's get into it. Yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. Look, starting off with our product of the week, we don't always start with that, but this one I think is is really appropriate for what we've been through over the last couple of couple of weeks. This week's feature product is the wheelchair cape raincoat. <laughs> so it's a big raincoat cape thing. If you are wearing uh, using a mobility device, you're in a wheelchair. Um, and look, I see it from from my colleague John that's you know zips in and out of the office and the whole hoo ha when you you're going down a Dunedin street and the rain is persisting down as it does. So these are 100% polyester and water resistant. That's the main thing, isn't it? Um, so it doesn't just keep the wearer dry, it also protects the wheelchair from water and dirt. And you forget about those things. Often right. John, you know, he comes and he's constantly washing his hands. You know, when your hands, you're of pushing course. your wheels and those wheels are going through puddles and goodness knows what else on a footpath. Right, so this drapes right over the top of the whole thing yep. so you can still operate the, the, the chair. wheelchair normally. Yeah, that's right. Or you can even tuck it in around your legs and under your legs as well. But it's just, a, basically, it is just a cape with a hood on it. Um, so, you know, ideal for slipping on when you're travelling outside in the rain. And it can also be used, of course, from wind or extreme sun. But um, we don't get a whole lot of that extreme sun, do we? So sealed seams, a hood with a peaked cap to, you know, keep the um, keep the drips off a drawstring string cord and zip at your neck. You can be assured the cape will protect you from the elements. So um, one size fits most. It's navy only. You don't get much choice. You can wipe down or machine wash. Um, you can come in and, and have a look if you want to, if that's something of interest to you at um, – uh, at see us at Living Well at 10 George Street Corner of George and Bath, so that's that little one. Um, just a couple of wee changes or notifications um, from the DCC, I think this is, notification of changes to mobility parking spaces at the Dunedin Railway Station and and it's it's an interesting one I actually had this question the other day, not in relation to Dunedin Railway Station, but there's a mobility park, you know, if you've got a, one of those parking permits outside uh, Age Concern in the Octagon, it used to be a 15 minute park, which has caught a few people out because most people think you can park for at least an hour um, so you do need to sort of be aware of, of the parking times for some of these parks. That one in the Octagon now is a two-hour park, but um, I, was, I was interested to hear it was once just a 15-minute park. Somebody got pinged for staying for more than 15 right. minutes. <laughs> yep. So anyway, the refurbishment of the Dunedin Railway Station is about to enter its third and final stage and will mean the changes to mobility parking sites and access from the station's uh, outside the station's entrance. So from Monday the 8th of August, two mobility parks will be shifted to the car park at the northern end of the station next to the Cobb Co restaurant. The car parks will remain in place until the completion of the refurbishment works, which is expected to be late 2023. So there were two mobility car parks um, outside the uh, station there. They are now going to be shifted to the car park end at the northern end of the station next to Cobb Co for the next year and a half, pretty much. 
So you'll still be able to enter the railway station via the platform or from the ramp in front of Cop & Co restaurant. However, some temporary crane work will restrict access to the ramp from the 5th until the 16th of September. So you'll be able to enter via the ramp once the temporary work is complete. So just a heads up if that's a park you use. Handy to know. Handy to know, yep. Um, Singing for fun, uh, Neuro Choir. This has been going for a while. Absolutely fabulous wee group. So it's the Neuro as a Neurological Singing for Fun group. The Neuro Singing for Fun group is for people with any kind of neurological condition, i.e. stroke, head injury, MS, Alzheimer's, epilepsy, to meet weekly to sing together under the expert guidance of Claire Adams. Um, There's enormous health benefits to be gained from singing for people with neurological conditions. You or someone you might know might really enjoy being a part of the group. So they meet Mondays, uh, every Monday, 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. at Caversham. and I think it's actually the Cavisham Baptist Church, but it doesn't actually say on here specifically. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it is a gold coin donation to um, to be a part of that. So you can get more information from Kathy at Brain Injury Association on 4716156. That's Kathy at Brain Injury 4716156. Yeah, really good fun. I'm just having a quick look through here. Claire um, Adams, a force of nature. How do you nominate someone for QSM? I, I, yeah. Honestly, you know, it's people like Claire who have got massive enthusiasm, get others motivated to do these things as well. And Completely. Community choirs she would be a great and all the rest person. of it. Yeah, there you go. We'll remember that. We'll, we'll <laughs> I hope she's not listening. Uh, yes, <laughs> we'll spoil it for such you, Such a surprise, wouldn't it? But anyway, that's a really good thought because absolutely wonderful energy and it's a great a great group. And, you know, singing is good fun, even if you can't sing. That's, I'm a person that doesn't sing, but I enjoy singing with others. Mm. So Mental Health 101 Workshop. There's a free mental health uh, workshop. Uh, so it's in Mental Health 101 in Dunedin on Thursday, the 11th of August. Blueprint for Learning has funding through the Ministry of Health to facilitate um, these Mental Health 101 webinars and workshops for frontline government agency staff social services staff and members of the community who are not trained in mental health or addiction. So staff in these organisations are eligible to attend these free workshops if they are likely to come into regular contact with individuals experiencing mental distress in their day-to-day work. Um, You're able to have up to five staff members from an organisation to attend each workshop slash webinar. So the one-day workshops are co-facilitated by Blueprint's expert team bringing a wealth of professional and personal experience to the session. So um, there's a bit of information on here. There is one and this looks like a face-to-face in-person workshop because it's happening at the Scenic Hotel Southern Cross on Thursday the 11th of August from 9am to 4.30pm. So we've got a link um, to that. If you want to register for that, it's free. It'd be a great learning opportunity. Um, something else that's coming up, um, 23rd of August, um, and we don't actually have a time for this yet. We were just talking to uh, the organisers of this today, uh, an organisation in um, in. Auckland called Yes Disability who are specifically uh, a disability organisation with a youth focus but they are running throughout the country a workshop, Um, it's called Inclusive Faith Project. So this is a conversation between religious leaders and disabled people of faith. So uh, we're talking about any denomination or um, or, or belief, you know, um, a religious uh, organisation or any kind of organisation of faith. Um, so the Inclusive Faith Project is bringing disabled people into conversation with faith influencers and leaders to co-design resources for whenever a disabled person of faith, wherever, sorry, a disabled person of faith lives and worships. So it's around just really inclusion. And I think part of the conversation is in COVID times, a lot of um, faith-based uh, places have been online, mm. you know, with their conversations, which is isolating in itself, but that's how they've had to how to run things. Particularly for people with disability, that might find, and certainly as we know, a lot of faith um, 
based facilities, particularly the older Gothic-type churches that we're perhaps familiar with in Dunedin, are really inaccessible, hard to get to, big stairs, you know, think of St Paul's of the Octagon, yeah. and, and even, even smaller other, you know, um, whether it's, you know, it's, it's Buddhist or it's a Muslim, uh, it's a mosque or it's a, a whatever else, some places are quite, uh, not just the built environment, but also perhaps just the attitude towards how do you include disabled people in your, in your faith community. So that's what the conversation's about. It is happening on the 23rd of August, which I think is a Tuesday. I think the time is still being determined and where so we're just helping them look for a um, an accessible venue to hold that but it's um, it's basically what the inclusive faith project is co-designed is a co-designed strategy with the objective of full participation of disabled persons in the life and practice of their faith communities and um, so it's for disabled people in a conversation with faith influencers and leaders and it's I think the uh, uh, deliverable from this is to have the conversation to see what the barriers might be and also to perhaps create a resource for faith-based based organisations to be inclusive you know so quite Super a cool, important yeah. piece of work yeah it is it is and the why behind that is empathy respect justice social enrichment and cohesion are worth the effort our many and diverse abilities and lived experiences are to be recognised and celebrated so they're doing this throughout the country which I think is a really cool thing in this day and age of you know I said oh you're quite brave having an event you know <laughs> from bringing it down from Auckland to here in this context but I think it's awesome so that's great um, so I'll get more information on that as soon as we have it to let people know what that's about and it has gone out in the digest and it, and it will be going in again with more information on it um, so have your say on the election access fund so the electoral commission is inviting people to share their views on how the election access fund should be set up and run so disabled people seeking selection or standing as candidate in a parliamentary general election or by-election will be able to apply for a grant from the one million dollar fund to help cover disability related costs that other candidates do not face so this is really important with our upcoming council um, elections. These costs uh, could include things like paying for sign language interpreters or accessible transport or to a campaign events or meetings. Interested groups and individuals can have their say on practical aspects of how the fund will work, including the eligibility for funding and the sort of expenses it should cover. So um, there is a survey, a link to that, that people can um, can put their message across. The survey is also available in alternate um, formats and it can be accessed from uh, accessed uh, there's a link to the website so again and hard copies can be requested by calling 0800 36 76 56 uh, consultation closes on Sunday the 14th of August so really only a couple of weeks away but we've got the link to that if you're interested um, sorry there's a bit here today uh, Ruby's Choice there's a film uh, that's going to be released on the 4th of August so later this week Ruby's Choice will be a, in New Zealand cinemas from the 4th of August and this is a must see movie not only for people working in aged care but also for carers and the general public it's an award winning feature film for all Generations, Ruby's Choice. The film is inspiring, lively, uplifting, intergenerational drama. Um, I won't go into the details of all of that, but you can find a cinema near you and how to book. Uh, there's links to that, so that sounds like quite a goodie. Um, we have, I think we're getting to the end of our, our thing here. Again, we're just living well. We're doing our directory updates, so we're looking for the latest information on your organisation and all your details, and you can send that through to us at info at livingwellcentre.nz. Um, just one other thing quickly. We we sometimes post on the digest, if people have got secondhand, we don't sell secondhand items in our store, uh, but if, sometimes people no longer have need of things and they're looking to pass them on and people can get a good deal. So there's a wee list of a few things there, toilet surrounds, um, shower stalls, 
all that sort of thing that is in really good condition and probably has been hardly used. So um, going for a really good price and um, we've got the contact details of the seller there. So that's yeah, a lot us. of those are very good bargains, aren't they? Those yeah. uh, those items you're able to, to advertise for people. Okay, yeah. Debbie, great to hear that on air. If we want to get the digest in our email letterbox, uh, how do we do yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. You can email us at info at livingwellcentre.nz or call us on 47161152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.